prior policy. Sorry. Welcome to the uh, Peace Alliance Team Building Tuesday call. Our mission at the Peace Alliance is to empower civic action toward a culture of peace. We are guided by the five cornerstones of peace, community peace building, humanizing justice systems, fostering international peace, cultivating personal peace, and practicing peace in schools. And the five cornerstones are endorsed in the blueprint for peace. Uh, and signing the blueprint notifies your state and federal officials that you support policy priorities around peace building and violence reduction, and you want those priorities reflected in legislation. And uh, if you go to www.peacealliance.org and you can click on educate at the top, uh, you can learn more about the five cornerstones and click on advocate and you can sign the blueprint for peace. And to date, we've had how many thousands of people, how many thousands of uh, policymakers um, notified? So to date, we've sent, in the past year, we've sent 2.2 million messages, either emails or tweets, um, to our elected officials all over the country. Great. Uh, on a range of issues. Wonderful. And the five cornerstones of peace and the blueprint for peace are in, um, support the vision and legislation for a U.S. Department of Peacebuilding. And that is to be led by a cabinet level secretary of peacebuilding. And the goal of this department is to replicate and expand current successful programs devoted to ending violence, resolving conflict, and creating and nurturing conditions for peace. The idea for this department has been around since the founding of our country. It's been introduced in the legislations in our legislature, Senate, and the House multiple times. And uh, the um, advocacy continues. And Kendra Mon is going to update about us about upcoming actions uh, with the Department of Peace and volunteer opportunities with the Department of Peace building in a few minutes. And again, if you want to check the Department of Peace building out, go to peacealliance.org, click on advocate, and then click on campaign for a Department of Peace building. And so the focus of tonight's call will be looking for volunteers for our social media team, practicing personal peace team, the Department of Peace building team. We're looking for team leads for social media and practicing personal peace, as well as volunteers for those teams. And then we're also looking for a um, legislative priorities coordinator. And the Department of Peace Building, as I said, has upcoming actions that Kendra is going to let you know about that we can that you can get involved in. And she also has some volunteer opportunities she'll share. And she'll also talk about uh, volunteering with the or getting involved in the um, Fostering International Peace Team. And so we'll begin with Deanne Tate tonight, who is our managing director, and she'll explain all of the positions we're looking for that I just mentioned, except for Department of Peace Building and Fostering International Peace, which Kendra will talk about. And then when Deanne is finished, we'll have uh, time for you to ask questions about anything Deanne has talked about. And then Kendra will talk about Department of Peace Building and answer your questions, and then talk about Fostering International Peace and answering your questions. And so I'm going to introduce Deanne first. Uh, Deanne, I have known since I think 2006 when she was state coordinator of South Carolina. 
And uh, we uh, lost touch over the years. And then she came back a couple of years ago and I loved what she was doing with the Peace Alliance. So I came back as a volunteer national field coordinator. Uh, she's got a bachelor's degree and I came back because of uh, her leadership. I love what she's doing. Uh, Deanne has a bachelor's degree in special education from Greensboro College and a master's degree in social science from the Citadel. She's worked in the nonprofit arena for her entire career and serves on the boards of the Palmetto Hope Network and REAP, which stands for Rural Education Advocacy Project. She also volunteers in her local community wherever she can be of service, sharing her skills to amplify the voices, to amplify the voices of those living on the margins of our society. Deanne is also an artist, poet, and writer. She's published her memoir called Under the Radar, When Truth Hides in Plain Sight. I have read it and I stayed up till two or three o'clock in the morning one, one night to finish it. Uh, I'm an avid reader and some books I can't put down and hers was one of them. <laughs> so I'm gonna turn it over to you, Deanne, and then when you're finished, I'll introduce Kendra. Wonderful, thank you, Kathy. Uh, yeah, so welcome to um, Taylor, who's on the Zoom tonight with us, who's new to the organization, and welcome to any of those who might be listening to this podcast uh, after the fact. Um, we're really excited at the Peace Alliance. We've got um, so many ideas percolating, and Kathy um, has been a huge part of that idea uh, spectrum. We have lots of very fruitful conversations with all of the ideas that are running around. So thank you, Kathy. Yeah, thank goodness for Facebook, right? We stay connected all those years as a result. Um, so I'm really glad to be with um, the Peace Alliance again after serving as the South Carolina State Coordinator back in the early aughts. Um, I can't believe that was as long ago as it was. So um, so we do, uh, when I came into um, to this role almost two years ago, uh, we had, uh, hadn't had anyone in my role for quite some time. And so we had some, some, um, some cornerstone areas and some leadership council spots that were available. And I'm really excited about, um, the opportunities to build these cornerstones out based on, um, you know, the needs of, of the world today, because uh, we know our world keeps changing and morphing and um, we keep seeing new areas for peace building. And so, um, so we're putting the call out to folks to become our, um, to become a, a, take up a volunteer spot in some of those areas that we need. Um, I'll start with the legislative priorities coordinator, Kathy mentioned this, um, and uh, this person would be a person who um, might be um, maybe a self-proclaimed political junkie, like I call myself, um, but it could be somebody who works um, adjacent to uh, political spaces. And this would be a person who would be able to um, do some research, mostly. Um, there's a website uh, called congress.gov where all of the current legislation that might be floating around in the federal government, um, you can find any of the bills there, regardless of how well-known um, or how small they may be. Um, so we would be looking for someone who would be able to dedicate, um, I, th I think right now we're kind of estimating four to six hours per week 
to research legislation that might be happening on the federal level that could be related to peace building. Um, and, and I say could be because it's a bit of a broad uh, spectrum. And so this person would maybe communicate with me either through email or we would have um, regular check-ins where this person could say, hey, I found this bill. It sounds like it could be related to peace building work. And we would discuss that and try to figure out if it's a good fit. Um, and uh, they they might have experience. We would love to have them ex have experience in tracking state legislation. Um, we are uh, we are a national and international organization, uh, but we're very interested in what's happening on the state level because we know that uh, you know politics is local, uh, local and state is very interesting to us. So um, a a person with an idea of how to research the the legislation is happening on the state level would be a plus as well. They would communicate directly with me as the managing director, um, and we would work together in updating the website, creating what we call targeted actions. That's the, that's the language that our website, our database uses um, to invite people to email their elected officials and tweet their elected officials to let them know that they are interested in this legislation and they want their elected official to support it. You'll find a lot of those actions on our website. If you click, there's a blue button on our website that says take civic action now. If you click that button, you'll go to a page that has a list of one-click actions. And these are all, tar these are examples of targeted actions that our organization is supporting right now. So, um, so that'll give you an idea about what that kind of campaign would look like. So we would create those campaigns for any legislation that we feel is important to follow. Um, and then we also have a monthly uh, legislative council check-in call. Uh, everything is virtual. Our organization is strictly virtual. We're scattered all over the United States. So we get together on a Zoom call once a month on the fourth Monday um, as our legislative council team leads. And we share with each other what we're doing uh, and invite collaboration and community to work on um, some of the activities that we're doing. So those are the basic requirements for a person that might be a legislative, legislative priorities coordinator. We would love to have them have at least two years experience, but sometimes um, enthusiasm uh, is, is all the experience you need. So if you don't have two years experience, you know, feel free to reach out and let me know if you're interested and we can certainly talk about whether or not that's an option. Um, our next uh, space that we're trying to fill is a cultivating personal peace team lead. Um, the requirements for this would be similar to what we'd need for the legislative priorities um, coordinator insofar as the time commitment, um, willingness to volunteer four hours per week to this cause um, or to this role. And again, we have the check-in once a month that we would ask you to please join. Um, but some of the bullets that we have under this particular team lead place uh, position is interest in work or work experience in a field that aligns with cultivating personal peace, for example, mindfulness practice, yoga, or meditation. Um, the four hours per week um, time commitment that we're estimating, uh, development, expansion, and outreach of this particular cornerstone in alignment with the Peace Alliance mission and vision. So right now we don't have anyone in this role and there hasn't been anyone in this role for a bit of time. So it's kind of wide open. It's yours to cultivate. So uh, 
if you come to this role and you take on this position, um, you and I would work closely together in building out this role. You know, what does this cornerstone look like? How can we integrate it and connect it with um, with the, the network of folks that are in the Peace Alliance and broader? Um, so it's a bit of an un, it's a bit of a blank slate. So you would um, you and I would build it together, which would be exciting. Um, communicates with me about that kind of thing. Manages email inquiries from the general public about this particular cornerstone. So we would, um, you would end up with a Peace Lines email address and we would ask you to monitor that and respond to people that might email you directly. Um, I usually do a weekly check-in with my leadership council team leads. And then of course the, the monthly check-in. So that's a bit of a blank slate and we would look forward to, to building that together. And our social media coordinator is, um, is our next uh, position that we're looking for someone. This is gonna be really important. Um, and, and I know that this is a, a full-time job for many. Uh, we're not looking necessarily to take, uh, to give you that level of time commitment, um, but I just wanna acknowledge that I know it's a big, it's a big role. Right now it would be voluntary. Um, but we are working on raising and increasing our, um, our funds so that we can pay people for these roles. But right now it is voluntary. Um, you would work directly with the leadership council, which would be all of our team leads and myself to gather input and content that would need to be promoted on our social media platforms. We have Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. So you would be responsible for gathering the information of all the, to what the team leads are working on and then being able to create content to push that out to our social media platforms. Um, you would be, as I mentioned, responsible for content creation. So that would be great if you have some experience in working with gra creating graphics um, on sites like Canva, um, which is a free site, which is wonderful. Um, creating memes that might get out peace building uh, messages that we could put out on the sites. Um, we would ask you to be connected to what's happening, especially in this country, but also worldwide. Um, and that usually would require connecting with maybe some news sites that you could get notifications on your phone if something is happening that might be peace related, either in this country or around the world. Um, as you may know, social media is definitely a timely kind of thing. And so, um, so we would want our social media coordinator to be connected to what's happening in the world so that we might be able to make some um, social media posts that would be specific to the experiences that are happening in real time. Um, aware of the TPA positions um, on and promotions of specific action items so that you can make those posts and you would work in connection with myself and the leadership council around that. Um, available to attend meetings online for various initiatives and fundraising events or activities. <clears throat> Um, you would be able to plan programmatic posting on a weekly basis on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram using the, um, for Facebook and Twitter, I mean, Facebook and Instagram, Meta has a, a planner system that we like to use because you can create one post and have it go out on both sites. Um, Twitter also does scheduling, so that's great too. Um, and LinkedIn you know, we usually do our programmatic stuff mostly on LinkedIn. So we would get into a rhythm of trying to let our social media plat platforms know what our programs are upcoming so that they can hit that. 
um, scans various peace building related social media accounts and posts to promote uh, applicable messaging. So <clears throat> we would wanna be sharing uh, peace building uh, messages across our platforms and then responds to all messages, comments, and email interaction with individuals contacting TPA or the Peace Alliance in various formats uh, for communication purposes and follow-up. So on any of our social media platforms, if somebody um, sends us a message, we would ask our social media coordinator to keep an eye on those things and answer in a somewhat timely manner. So that was a lot, uh, but I just wanted to give everyone an overview on what those positions are. And um, I think that might be it for me. I'll open it up to any questions that anyone might have that's been listening. Well, and just for, for your contact, it's Deanne, D-I-A-N-E, at peacealliance.org. So it looks like it's Diane, but it's pronounced Deanne. Yes. And it sounds like social media needs a team. <laughs> well, um, for any of our, that's a great point. For any of these positions, uh, maybe not legislative priorities, but maybe so. We're, we're always encouraging our team leads to develop committees um, because, you know, many hands make light work, right? So um, as, part of, um, as part of the role of being either in a team lead position or social media coordinator, we would love to have that person develop a committee, um, a volunteer committee of folks that they would then, you know, manage and delegate. Um, delegate to so that it would make the job a little easier for them. And um, so it would depend on the person uh, in that role to develop that committee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. Any questions anybody has? Okay. I'm going to go to Kendra. I'm going to introduce Kendra. Okay. Known... I oh, want to stop because Taylor just unmuted. Taylor, did you have a question? Oh, go ahead, Taylor. Um, I did actually just have a, a couple questions. Um, what, I guess, if you're able to share, what types of inquiries or outreach are, are you getting, if any, in regarding the cultivating personal peace, like Eric cornerstone of the organization? Like what, what do you see or foresee people are looking for from the Peace Alliance in that specific area? That's a great question. And I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not sure how to answer it um, because there hasn't been anyone in that role for some time. And so the cornerstone has been kind of a, um, maybe a little bit of a placeholder. We have quite a few, quite a bit of information on the website, on the personal, on the page of personal piece. Um, and, and I would be looking to try to update that um, and try to make sure that it's um, current and, uh, and, and fits the needs. But we really, we haven't had a lot of inquiries around it in the two years that I've been with the organization. But my guess is if we start to um, speak more on that and, and if that cornerstone begins to develop, we may have more people getting involved with it and engaged with it. It might be a kind of, a, if you build it, they will come kind of thing. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then I think that was it. I think you actually answered both my questions. Thank you. Thanks, Taylor. Now, I'll just add to that, that uh, working with Deanna is, is collaborative. So you'll bring your ideas, she'll have ideas and you'll work together on, 
on how you want to build that out because it's so broad it can go in so many directions so it really could it just depends on who the team lead is as to what direction that's going to take all right i'm going to introduce kendra I've known Kendra a little bit longer than Deanne. Uh, Kendra was one of the state coordinators for Northern California when I first met her. Uh, she currently serves on the National Department of Peacebuilding Committee and as secretary of the Global Alliance for Ministries and Infrastructures of Peace. And she also helped plan tonight's call in her role on the Grassroots Infrastructure Committee, which is shared leadership between me, Kendra, and Lori Russo. So Kendra is going to first talk about um, the Department of Peacebuilding and then answer any questions and then uh, fostering international peace and we'll end with any questions on that or anything else and then we'll end the call. So Kendra over to you. Thank you both. And um, so I'm just going to say a little bit about the Department of Peacebuilding campaign because what we're really about is changing our culture to one from, from one of war and violence to peace and peace building. And, um, and we have so many active activities coming up, especially the, our advocacy days in September. And September is the Peace Month, the Worldwide Peace Month. And so we're, we're, we're trying to do in every way what we can adopt for ourselves within ourselves to be the Department of Peacebuilding until we have the Department of Peacebuilding at the cabinet level. But also we're wide open as so many of the things that Deanne said um, to help change this culture. And I wanted to call on each of you, Charlie and DJ, because you're busy with the campaign. And uh, Charlie, would you like to say a little bit about what you're up to? About five foot nine, <laughs> right around there, okay. give or take. Um, I help try to get co-sponsors for HR 1111, Department of Peace Building Act. I show up for I show up for meetings. Truth and storytelling. Truth and storytelling with DJ, um, and I try to be creative and come up with like clever ideas that I hope can be helpful and maybe help to capture the hearts and minds and souls and uh, do some work contribute to this whole idea of what. You said, Kendra, about transforming the culture. I don't know if this is exactly how you put it, but starting here at home in the U.S. to um, transform the culture into a more peaceful people and um, increase the joy and reduce the suffering that violence creates. Uh, the joy, I screwed that up. <laughs> violence doesn't create joy. That's not what I meant. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's a long road. There's so much trouble out there. You know, the violence in this country, the mindset that goes along with that, 
and then exporting that around the world, the, the lack of reverence for human life that we participate in wars, you know, and with the technology available today, how effective it is at killing people. It's so wrong to do that. You know, how are they not getting the message? You know, these people that are in charge that are running the show, you know, we, we're here to teach them or try to transform, you know, this, this mindset, right? That's, so that's, that's what I'm doing here. Thank you, Charlie. And I'm, I'm going to call on DJ because she's doing, you're doing some work with her, but she's doing altogether different work. And uh, I would like to hear from you, DJ, about how you're furthering the peace building cause. Okay. Um, thank you, Kendra. Um, well, um, I think everybody on this call, except for maybe Taylor, knows about a lot of it. Um, we have two YouTube channels. One is called the Peace Builder Series, and the other is Truth and Peace Storytelling. And they both have short videos on them. And most of those videos are about individuals and their role in peace building or their role in truth and peace storytelling. And the way that I do it is I interview people on Zoom and then I edit it down. And I actually have DMs almost ready, very, very, very close. Like, very close. I have music already laid down. I have just doing some final editing to kind of smooth, um, smooth it out a little bit. So that's all very exciting. Um, Laura Brown and I have a, um, an article about peace building and what this community means to us. Thank you, Deanne. Um, the journal is called Cosmos. Um, I believe the Dot Maver knows the um, the publisher, so I'll put the link of the journal in there. I don't know exactly when our article is coming out. It might be next week, and I will be sharing the link. Um, but it's my story about how much uh, the Peace Alliance has meant to me, how it's changed my life, and how the Department of Peace Building uh, is very important to me. And uh, Laura shared that too. I, I think that we basically write about how um, it brings us into a, a blessed or blessed community. Um, it brings us into a beloved community and that it has helped us grow as, as people. Um, and I, you know, I just invite you Taylor to, to um, be a part of this wonderful community and uh, anybody who's listening if you're looking for a community that really is kind. Okay, we just lost DJ, unfortunately. I'm gonna throw it back to you, Kendra. Oh, here she comes. Did you wanna finish that? Well, basically, I'm done. Um, so anybody who's listening, 
Um, and I just wanted to say to Deanne um, that next year I would really like to be um, more involved with social media. Um, so if there's a team lead, um, you can just tell the team lead that I would be, you know, really interested in being involved next year. Um, um, I've been working on it and um, really love it. And also that personal peace part, you know, Julia Gandy and I have been working on that together already. Thank you. So that's it. Thank you so much, Kendra. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate both Charlie's creativity and openness to new ways of getting the message across. And DJ is telling the new story that peace is possible, that peace, people are building that peace all the time. And going on to fostering international peace team, um, that's uh, the work that has been going on has been primarily with the UN on that committee and um, promoting a resolution to be voted on by all the countries of the world to build infrastructures of, for peace in their own countries. And there's a global alliance that came from the Peace Alliance, the Global Alliance for Ministries and Infrastructures for Peace of which I'm secretary. And I'm learning so much about how much, what is going on in other parts of the world. And I think that this fostering international peace building team lead would do similar work, but be creative. I mean, it's, it's open as Deanne has said so about so many of these areas. But it's um, could, that we could follow on the, the lead of the UN and the culture of peace resolution and expand awareness of all of the activities around the world. The Global Alliance is meeting in a summit virtually and, on, and in person in Colombia. And they just had a three-year study released of their truth and not reconciliation, truth and I don't know what, justice commission. And one of the things that they recommended, of the 20 recommendations was that they have uh, in Colombia, a department of peace. So, so there's just stuff going around the world and, and, I, and I can't even find online, except in Spanish, a lot of news about that Truth and Reconciliation Commission. And so I'm guessing that we're missing a lot of information around the world of what's being done. So this possibility of the team lead is very important and open. Great, thank you. 
So <clears throat> any final questions or any, um, yeah, any last comments from anybody on the uh, call tonight? So how, how would people follow through if they were interested in applying? Go ahead, Deanne, you can answer that. Yeah, so the best way for people to follow through is to email me. Um, so that would be D-I-A-N-E at peacealliance.org for those who are listening to this podcast. Um, and let me know if they're interested in um, exploring um, a position with the Leadership Council, a volunteer position for the moment. Um, and, uh, or if they're interested, but they want to know more and they have more questions, especially after listening to this recording, um, reach out and I'll be happy to, to answer any questions that I can. Um, I did have something else that I was going to say, and now it's gone. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say thank you to, um, to the, the folks that are on this call to Kathy and Kendra and Charlie and DJ for all of the, uh, you all are exemplary volunteer examples of people who, um, you know, dedicate their time and their talents to further this cause and to work in collaboration with each other. We have quite a few more people on the Department of Peacebuilding campaign. We have others on the Leadership Council that are all volunteering their time to to forward this cause and, and it does not go unnoticed nor does it go unappreciated. But I wanna make sure that I take this moment to say thank you to each of you for the time that you dedicate because um, you know it does certainly take a village. Didn't somebody coin that phrase? Um, and this is a wonderful village that I feel very privileged to uh, be a part of. And we, we want more people to, uh, to join our village to, to not only to, um, to manifest peace, but to also be very um, sincere and real about where, about all the places that peace is lacking. So we, we realize and acknowledge, and I want to say this out loud, that we're not just a group of people that sits around and, 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 and talks about all the wonderful manifestations that need to happen. That is a big part of what we do. But that all starts with the true acknowledgement about where we're lacking in peace in our, in our society, in this country and around the world, because we can't change what we don't acknowledge, right? So we, we have those difficult discussions and we have those, we try to have those very real um, listening sessions where we are listening to the people that are truly experiencing the, um, uh, the lack of peace in their world, how that manifests, what that looks like, and what do they need to see that change and see that be different. So I just want to say that out loud too, that um, we do try to move through space being the peace we wish to see, but we also try to listen as much as we can to those that are not experiencing peace to learn more about what that looks like and how what we're doing can help uh, manifest into um, solutions, uh, solution-based um, activities. So I just wanted to say that out loud and say thank you to everybody for being here. All right. I'd like to give everybody a minute each to say anything they uh, need to say to feel complete. Kendra, I'll start with you. 
I just want to say that I agree with DJ that this is a great community. And I don't think I would have stayed on this work if, if it had not been for the wonderful people that you meet and the wonderful people you learn about. Um, I've learned so much. My understanding of peace and peace building has expanded so much. And I invite you to join us. Thank you, Kendra. Uh, Charlie, do you want to take a minute to say anything you would need to say to feel complete? Sure. <clears throat> um, I'm giving each of you um, a Nobel Peace Building Prize for all the good stuff that you're doing and have done and are doing. And um, instead of a Nobel Peace Prize, a Nobel Peace Building Prize. Great. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. DJ, any, any last words from you? Sure, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad I came. This was really kind of fun. Um, I don't often sit and hear all of the you know, exciting things that are on the horizon. But I just want to say for anyone who's listening, that for me personally, what has captured my imagination and really helped cement my dedication and commitment to the Peace Alliance and the department. Oh, no. <clears throat> well, she'll come back, I'm sure. Taylor, <laughs> anything you'd like to say to feel complete? Yeah, I'm, I'm sad because I feel like I feel like DJ is getting cut off just when it's like getting good. <laughs> I'm like hanging on to every word and then it's like the cliffhanger I didn't need in my life. Um, but, um, yeah, I just, I really, I really, really appreciated everyone sharing and just being able to kind of be a sponge right now. Um, I really want to continue to meet for the different virtual events. And I, I actually minutes ago just signed up for the newsletter so I can just stay um, in touch. Yeah, I'm, I really would love to be more involved and learn more before committing to anything just so I can deliver the greatest impact in whatever role I would be interested in. So yeah, I'm just grateful to learn right now. Wonderful, thank you, Taylor. Uh, DJ, day. did you wanna finish saying what you were saying? Yeah, and I, I apologize. Um, I, I need to turn off all my other Wi-Fi everywhere in the, in the house and I forgot to do that. I apologize. I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, so I'll try to make it quick. So basically what I was going to say is this, this actual Department of Peace Building, when it becomes a reality, and I believe that we can manifest it and it will become a reality, that what's going to be so beautiful for me is that all the grassroots activities that are going on already today in America and around the world, that they'll be connected and we'll be able to really see what works in peace building because so many people are committed to it. That's it. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Thank you. And for me, the, the Peace Alliance has always had at its foundation personal peace because we'll never have departments of peace anywhere unless we're all cultivating our own personal peace. And by the time we have a department, we're not going to need it because we're all going to be such peaceful beings. So that's my vision. Sounds great. Yeah. So to find out about our programs, go to our calendar at www.peacealliance.org. 
and we send one email a week on Mondays to let you know everything that's upcoming. Uh, and if you love and benefit from the programs we offer, consider donating. We currently have a goal of raising $20,000, and we would like to add uh, 22 monthly donors at whatever amount works for you. And let's see, I lost my place. Let me get back. Oh, and like us on Facebook if you have not already done that. Just search for the Peace Alliance. And with that, I bid you all adieu. Thank you very much. Deanne, D-I-A-N-E at peacealliance.org if you're interested in volunteering or want more information. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us today for Team Building Tuesday. Listen to our other podcasts our National Peace Builder podcast and the Hope Story Circle, and join us in the future if you have not yet attended our events. And we hope you use what you learn to engage in dialogue in your larger community. Peace On is brought to you by the Peace Alliance, found at www.peacealliance.org.